Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I've officially arrived at the gym. That's step one. What's step two? I guess just stand here until an idea for a workout routine comes to me. Or maybe step two is flagging down a trainer to help nope, and... No way. I already spent most of my money on the gym membership. I can probably figure it out myself. Or you could try FitBot. It's an app that builds a workout routine for you based on your goals and fitness level. You can even tell it what equipment you have so you can get a plan that's customized just for you. So FitBot does all the planning for me. I don't have to Google random videos hoping they're right for me? That's right. FitBot actually has exercise demo videos for you too. Plus, a whole year of FitBot costs less than a single session with a trainer. Huh. Maybe I'll finally get more than one workout out of my gym membership this year. Download FitBod today and get a 14-day free trial plus 25% off your subscription when you go to fitbod.me slash getfit. That's fitbod.me slash getfit. Hey y'all, so a few months ago, Brienne and I decided to start doing these mini-sodes every so often because sometimes while we're researching, we'll find these cool little tangential topics that didn't quite fit into our regular episode but weren't long enough for their own. So, obviously we've released some of those in the past. Well, when it came to the moon-eyed people, one of the things that popped up in a couple of places but I wasn't able to really find a reliable source for the connection with the moon-eyed people was that... When the Cherokee arrived to the area, near what's now present-day North Carolina, they found that the Moon-Eyed people were too scared to cross the river. And it's said that they warned the Cherokee that they should be fearful too. Well, eventually, after the Cherokee drove them out or they disappeared for whatever reason, the Cherokee discovered exactly why they had been warned. They found a creature now known as the Great Leech of Zanushi. Like much of Cherokee folklore, this particular story has been cemented in our modern understanding by its inclusion in James Mooney's Myth of the Cherokee. And honestly, I couldn't find any telling that didn't use his work as its main source. So, what you're about to hear is Mooney's very own words, originally published in 1888 and now a part of public domain. This is The Great Leech of Zanushi.
Just above the junction is a deep hole in the valley river, and above it is a ledge of rock running across the stream, over which people used to go as on a bridge. On the south side, the trail ascended a high bank from which they could look down into the water. One day, some men going along the trail saw a great red object, full as large as a house, lying on the rock ledge in the middle of the stream below them. As they stood wondering what it could be, they saw it unroll and then they knew it was alive and stretched itself out along the rock until it looked like a great leech with red and white stripes along its body. It rolled up into a ball and again stretched out at full length and at last crawled down the rock and was out of sight in the deep water. The water began to boil and foam. And a great column of white spray was thrown high in the air and came down like a water spout upon the very spot where the men had been standing and would have swept them all into the water but that they saw it in time and ran from the place. More than one person was carried down in this way, and their friends would find the body afterwards, lying upon the bank with the ears and nose eaten off, until at last the people were afraid to go across the ledge anymore on account of the great leech or even go along that part of the trail. But there was one young fellow who laughed at the whole story and said that he was not afraid of anything in Valley River as he would show them. So one day, he painted his face and put on his finest buckskin and started off toward the river while all the people followed at a distance to see what might happen. Down the trail he went and out upon the ledge of the rock singing in high spirits, I'll tie red leech skins on my legs for garters. But before he was halfway across, the water began to boil into white foam, and a great wave rose and swept over the rock, carried him down, and he was never seen again. Just before the removal, 60 years ago, two women went out upon the ledge to fish. Their friends warned them of the danger, but one woman, who had her baby on her back, said, there are fish there and I'm gonna have some. I'm tired of this fat meat. She laid her child down on the rock and was preparing the line when the water suddenly rose and swept over the ledge and would have carried off her child, but that the mother ran in time to save it. The great leech is still there in the deep hole because when people look down, they see something alive moving about on the bottom. And although they cannot distinguish the shape on account of the ripples in the water, they know it is the leech. James Mooney never actually connects the infamous Moonite people to the story of the great leech. However, 
it's understandable why some storytellers may have decided to intertwine the two over the years, as the location of the leech place, Zanushi, and the purported home of the mysterious indigenous tribe are one and the same. As to what this creature was, though, or how this particular piece of folklore originated, we'll likely never know. It's a mystery, just like the fate of the moon-eyed. My name is Brandon Schecksneider, and you've been listening to Southern Gothic. Southern Gothic is an independently produced podcast created by siblings Brianne and Brandon Schecksneider and made possible with the support of listeners like you. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider joining us on Patreon. Not only would you help us continue to grow, but you'll also receive bonus content, including ad-free episodes. The link is in the show notes. Lucky Lady Shacks. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers! Cheers!